This is Kimberly Kendall, and when I'm not fucking in my scenes, I'm hanging with the guys at PornDirectorPodcast.com. Live from the San Fernando Valley, it's the Porn Directors Podcast, starring adult porn wannabe and aficionado, Khan, and award-winning director and industry veteran filmmaker, Sal Genoa. What's up, Khan? How are you, sir? Let's talk porn. Let's talk porn. Man, I got chills. We got This tonight's going to be awesome. For a million reasons. Anybody that tuned in tonight for our award show, well, guess what? Khan's putting in extra work um, to get this thing to be amazing, and he's forcing me to yet put it off another week. But he's been telling me what he's been doing. Khan, you've been working your ass off for our award show. I just want our award show to be a great A award show. It, it's it's going to be awesome. So sorry if I tweeted. I get a little excited um, about the award show. And then I get pissed. And then he gets pissed. So, But it'll be next week. Um, give him another week. He's putting together some things. It's sitting in front of me right now are are the categories and somewhat winners. And read, read off a category you think is going to be good. There's a ton. Most listens is pretty cool. Well, that's uh, too easy. Well, yeah. guest of the year, fan favorite guest of the year, best on-air orgasm. Yeah, that's what we did. Every um, award that we had, with the exception of factual ones like um, you know most listens, uh, we gave our fans the option to vote. So if we have, uh, you know, best tits in studio, we also had the fan vote of the fan favorite best tits in studio or best what the fuck moment on the show. We got uh, funniest bit, uh, fan favorite sex on air story, best in studio tits. Sexy on air story. That's what I said. Don't yeah. worry about what done. Dude, I'm, I'm enamored by what yeah. we're about, who we're about right. to talk to. But we're going to get that in a second. Let's get all our sponsors out of the way, shall we, Con? Uh, let's start with Girl Co., um, now they have a Twitter this week. It's at Girl Co Films, G I R L C O F I L M S, at Girl Co Films on Twitter. Release date finally. You guys have been bugging me and I love it. Keep bugging me. March 10th will be the release of All Girl Adventures RV Edition from Girl Co Films. That's their first one out of the gate. Huge response at the show. People love it. Um, and I did that one myself. So that's awesome. But um, Girl Co, at Girl Co Films. Don't forget Dion and everybody over at CombatZone.us. CombatZone.us. Um, 127, so uh, be, uh, what, three days ago, um, was the release of It's a Latin Thing, No White Girls Allowed. So they released It's a Latin Thing. Um, I just turned in Naughty Cheerleaders 4. Uh, I turned in um, uh, Relax, He's My Stepdad 6. We turned that in on Monday. Um, I started a new one today, looked at them in porn. Started that one today. Awesome scene. Um, that's going to go well. It was Zoe. Did you do your idea at the end? Yeah, I did an awesome mm. idea. We don't want to give that away. Okay, okay. Uh, but you did it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Zoe, Monroe, and Talon were in that scene today. It was awesome. Uh, Peace from Little East is coming out, so a lot of great things. Please go to combatzone.us and look at all the stuff that's going on over there. Um, Philly Films, always with us from the beginning. Uh Looking at a, a February 3rd release for Nina Unscripted. A lot of people are wondering about that movie. Um, Nina Unscripted was a great movie. Got to shoot that with Nina. It's uh, February 3rd release date from Philly Films. That's at phillyfilms.com. I have a question. Com. That's not my question, <clears throat> but it's one of our fan favorites questions. What's up? When is the Chloe Amore Penelope Stone scene coming out? March 10th. 
What movie is that in? Girl Co's All Girl Adventure RV Edition. March 10th. March 10th. Um, so phillyfilms.com, go there. Um, they have a lot of releases coming out over there. Also, meetporngirls.net. That's at meet underscore porn underscore girls. Um, meetporngirls.net is a great website. Uh, go be their Twitter follower and get all the stuff on that. Um, I personally want to thank all the dogs over there at Joey Diaz's podcast. So welcome to all the church of what's happening now. The Listeners, church of what's happening now. You're all savages. All shit. Um, so please, thank you. Thank you for all Joey's fans that have come over and have... Um, I was on their uh, Joey's podcast. This, uh, episode. Well, what about our fans? Why don't we tell our fans about Joey Diaz's podcast? It's called Church What's Happening Now. He's a great friend of the show, Joey Diaz. He's a great stand-up comedian, one of the best. Of my all-time favorite. In any newer mob movie that has come out, Joey Diaz has been in. In fact, he was just in that... The De Niro uh, and Stallone movie. De Niro and Stallone movie, the, the rematch or what? Grudge match? Grudge match, yes. Grudge match. He's the trainer of De Niro in that movie, right? Yep. Yeah, so he's great. A funny, funny comedian. Go check him out. Uh, you can find him on iTunes, The Church of What's Happening Now. Just search Joey Coco Diaz. You'll find him. And then um, he invited me on the show. I think it's episode 144. Um, I went on there. I tried to convince Lee to get into the into the industry, and I'm, I hope I'm doing a good job at that. So um, great. Please support Joey Diaz. He's awesome. Um, also, I want to give Steve Hayes a free signed DVD. He was the guy that gave a donation to the podcast. So I want to give him, um, I'll be probably shipping it out this week, Steve. I got your address. So Steve Hayes, thanks a lot. I'm going to give you a free DVD signed. Nice. Con. Let's get to it. Dude, I know. So, sorry to our guest that we had to go through this, but it's our sponsor. Guys, we so are. Anyways, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Tonight, I'm ecstatic. An old friend going back, I don't know, 14 years or so. Guy is not just a male performer. He's a fucking legend, a goddamn icon. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't... A cock con. I can't thank him enough for being here tonight. Lexington fucking Steel is in the house tonight. What's going on? God damn it. What's up, Big Sal? This guy is fucking... He's the man, period. <laughs> period. God. Do, do you get a lot of people walking up to you acting like they know you because i like when you walked in i was like yeah it's lex i know lex like <laughs> you never met him in your life i've right? never <laughs> met him before in my life well you know the thing about being a um an adult video favorite is that your fans uh you know you become their favorite in, in a most intimate moment so for the, for them to meet you in person it's like they already feel like they know you because they were in an intimate moment when they began to, to 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 watch you now sal and i we've known each other for a number of years and, and so you know it is how it is when these people that watch the stuff that we create that we produce mm. i mean they're you know this intimate moment when they're enjoying the fruits of our labor you know what i'm saying so they do have that feeling that they know you and it's appreciated because i know it takes a lot for a person to come up because when they do come up they're really admitting that they masturbate to your work and that's something that's really got to <laughs> You know, give them a moment and take the appreciation to heart. Awesome. Well said, as always. Um, take us back um, to the very beginning. I've known you for, for the red light days. Mm -hmm. um, but w how'd you get started? Because you've, you've, your career is just amazing, to say the least. But how did you get this thing started? I don't know if many people really know how that all began for you. Well, essentially, um, I started doing some work in, um, after college, I started doing some work in Manhattan. And, um, 
It started with magazines. Um, you know, magazines, some were hardcore, some were simulated. Did you sets. answer an ad or what, what no, happened? No, no. As a matter of fact, uh, um, I was in finance and the, um, the broker that I trained under, um, once I became licensed, took me to a party and it was a gangbang. What? <laughs> what you know, happened? A 1901 gangbang and I happened to be guy number 20. And um, <laughs> so I met a guy there that uh, introduced me to a photographer and that's how I got into the magazines, right? And this is like 90... We, we are skipping five. over a very interesting story here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you were number 20. Yeah. Uh, and it was one girl. Right. Do you remember who and, the girl and, was? And it's a guy no, that you knew. Not by name. A guy, <laughs> a guy that you knew from work was like, "Hey, we're gonna go to a gangbang. Why don't you come down and join in?" Or, well, essentially, it was like a celebration for whatever, and it was happening on a Friday, and I had just uh, been newly um, licensed as a um, uh, retail stockbroker, your proverbial Wall Street stockbroker, and. Um, so I didn't know what they meant by a freak party, but he invited me to a freak party. Okay. So I said, okay. So I show up at the hotel, and it was like any other hotel. But when I get to the door, I open up the door, and there's 19 guys lined all around the room. And there's a woman in the middle on an ottoman on all fours with a dick in her mouth and a dick behind her getting fucked. And so my dude was across the room. And he was like, hey, come on in, you know. So, he did, hey, whenever you're comfortable, just hop in line. So, I, you know, I stood in line. And by the time I it was my turn, I, I felt comfortable. I put a condom on. and I, and I, um, Now, you know all these other you know, guys, Con, were like, look at the guy with the fucking ginormous dick. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> and little did they know, the, the buddy that invited you down, you would go on to become this icon in the adult industry. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, they call me Log Cabin. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the first thing that I was, you know, I was like, okay, that's a new one. Wow. But uh, so that's how it got started. So for there, I met how a magazine were you? guy. At that point, um, you'd finished college. So. Yeah, I was twenty-four. Wow. Um, now and, how how? Yeah. I know if I were to show up at a gangbang, I would have a little bit of performance anxiety. How was there any of that going on? Well, you know, it was like con. It was like for for okay. Let me let me go back. I was like the last guy in high school to get pussy. Like I was 17 wow. and I got pussy May of my senior year of high school. Same graduating here. Graduating <laughs> June, right? So I was like the last of the cool guys to get pussy. So I did a lot of reading, a lot of magazine reading. and uh, You know, he's more than made up for it by now. Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> masturbating, you know what I'm saying? So there was a lot of stuff I read in magazines. So a gangbang, it occurring was just the realization of a fantasy, something I've been familiar with by by reading it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, wow, it's actually happening. Okay, I know how to handle myself because I've read about it. Nice. And I was able to um, to get in line, and by the time it was my turn, got the blow now job. Now it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I got the blow job, and then boom. It was wow. my turn. Oh, nice. And then, uh, so, so, yeah, that's how it... You know, um, and one thing that led to another magazines to meeting a guy in, in the Bronx. Wow, so you started the East Coast so, scene. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you don't yeah. hear much. Like, you hear a lot about the East Coast scene from the 70s and maybe yeah. into the 80s. What what year was this? Um, this was nine. Okay, let me see. My first test, AIDS test, um, STD panel was December 26, 19... 
96. Oh. I've tested every month since, since that day. And now you're testing twice a month. And now twice a month, right? Yeah. Wow. But that's um, incredible. Yeah, so no, it all started in New York. And um, um, but I knew the major leagues were out here, so I started. Um, what I did in New York was kind of like the minor leagues preparing me to move to Los now, Angeles. Now, have you always been Lexington, Lexington Steel, or did you? No. What were you started? What did you start out? Log um, cabin, right? No, no, no. <laughs> no, it was crazy. Um, um, the magazines that were random names, nothing that meant anything. When I started doing video. In what was January of '97, um, I had to come up with the name. Um, so when I was at work, my day job, which had been a broker, you know, I was going to Midtown to meet a client, and uh, I came out of the subway, uh, the Midtown, and I looked up at the signpost. It was Lexington Ave, and nice, um, dude. Yeah, I, can, so, I can see it right there too. Yeah. yeah. And so the thing we're is, all East Coast here. So. Oh yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. and Steel what lent itself well to a male yeah. performer last name. So Lexington, I can cut in half, and it's cool at Lex Steel or Lexington in full school. That is badass. Yeah. I never knew that story. That's cool, man. That is awesome. Yeah. But so you you go to a gangbang, but then you know doing print and doing movies. That's a big hop. I mean, how do you find someone to break into that industry? Uh, well, you know, I tell you, it was it was a necessary progression because doing magazines is actually tougher than doing video because magazines you have to get a hard on and halt. <laughs> I would say, whereas you have to get your heart on and then hold the position um, and you may not be able to penetrate or she may not be able to, able to actually put it in her mouth. So while the photographer is getting their lighting correct and what have you, you're still having to hold the position. Whereas in video, <laughs> exactly, you know, in a video you can keep going. And, you know, so it's a little bit easier in video actually. So the stills prepared me to do video. Wow, so it made you a better performer. Well, I think it gave me at least... An awareness being nude in, with the camera present for a commercial purpose. Sweet. What's your first scene, like a uh, first video scene? Who was that for? Because this is going to be um, awesome. The company was Caesar Video. Wow, I don't remember that. Right? No, this is in New York. Oh, okay. It's okay. at the Bronx. Um, I don't remember the girl's name because it was quite some time ago. And um, she was, I do remember she was from Florida. But that doesn't help. I mean, Florida. Oh, that narrows it down. What was the name of the movie? Maybe we can. Um, we got Google gosh, now, Lex. To, we got Google. We can figure I, this yeah, out. Yeah, I know, right? No, I, I, I can't recall the name of the movie either. Wow, that girl yeah. out there got to work with Lexington Steel as his first scene. Yeah. She's probably still in the business. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just fucking uh, with you. <laughs> That'd be yeah, awesome. Right. But, um, so New York, you got your first scene ever. What What makes you come out to to L.A. and actually make it your your Home for life. Well, what happened? I met um, if you remember Mike Raven from he was a Wicked director, a very good feature. Michael Raven, of Michael course. Raven. Yeah, okay. yeah. Just so, saw him last weekend at the show. Oh, really? He was in Vegas at the AVN show. Yeah, oh, I didn't even see him. <laughs> well, I met him at the East when there was an East Coast convention back. You know, then met him there. He said, "Hey, well, you know, well, you're new. Okay, you've done some work. Would you like to come to Vegas? I'm sorry, to L.A." Uh, to shoot in this movie I'm doing. So he flew me out in December of 97. You know, Evan Stone had the same story. Was it was that? that was Evan's first weekend in the Bay oh, Leagues as well. Dude, he came uh, on our show. He said the same story. I was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it was me, Evan, Anari Vox, TT Boy, Guy De Silva, oh, Guy Gina De Fine, Sidney Steele. Um, that first weekend, my first weekend, December of 97. Oh, 
And you just uh, named some of my fucking like Nori Vox. Jesus, yeah. it's a good time. Oh, I remember her. Oh, yeah. Sydney Steele. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then and then I came back out for the convention in January. I was able to tell people I shot for Mike Raven. I also had my stuff from New York. It was a done deal then, huh? But no, it wasn't a done deal. But I mean, I was able to show them like you know hardcore DVD, like a, something like, look, I'm not just blowing smoke asking for a gig. I've been doing this. Give me a shot. A couple people gave me a shot. Um, I stayed a week in L.A. after the convention, and then I moved out here uh, uh, in March of '98 for good. March. Wow. And three months later, I was like, okay. I can do this for two years before my licensing expires. You know, so I had two years to decide whether or not I was going to be able to make it because, you know, the attrition rate is very high in this business where either you make it or you don't. So I was able to catch on and I never looked back. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, man. And you kept trading? No, no. I mean, no, no. Once we moved out here, um, that well, was Because, you know, that was when all those tech stocks were doing so great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it wasn't a bad time. Yeah. But um, I didn't miss it. And actually, um, had I still been in the industry, you know, in finance, I may have lost my life because uh, I worked in... Yeah, at the Trade Center. Tra- you know, tower number two. Wow. Yeah. So um, That's insane, yeah. 32nd floor, as a matter of fact, it was 34. Yeah, you can't really be in the... What people don't understand is like you can kind of carve out from Maine all the way down to Massachusetts and then go east and cover New York City and like... Pretty much everyone knew someone who was involved yeah. that that got involved with nine eleven, and I don't think people realize. Wow. Yeah, that you're like the fourth person I've I've had like similar stories of. Mm. So, how fast does your family and your friends and everything find out? Because it's now in the internet, like they they find out in like days, hours. Well, uh, you know, for me, um, people found out rather quickly because. For me to to leave New York, New Jersey, to move across country to Los Angeles, everybody was like, "Well, what prompted yeah. you, to, you know, to make such a <laughs> yeah?" I mean, you know, I mean, it was like, "Why?" And that's a hell of a move. And you know, say, "I didn't have any connections over here. I don't have any family over here." So it was like, it was a big deal that I was leaving the job that I had, and uh, so I owed a lot of people explanations back home, and everybody was cool with it because I was a grown ass man, and they were like, "Well." You know, hey, you know, make sure you send us a postcard. Do you remember what you got paid in that first scene? Like three hundred bucks or something? Do you what in back in Manhattan? Yeah, yeah the, the first scene um, you did. Um, be interesting to know. Well, okay, the first magazine check I received was five hundred bucks. Nice, that's not bad for the magazine, right? But for the video, I think I was paid like two fifty a scene. Because I'll hire you tomorrow if you want to work for two fifty. Nah, it's <laughs> funny. I'm fucking with you. Yeah, no, most I'm definitely, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, back then it was like two fifty, and wow, um, that's crazy. But we would in New York. What we would do is we go shoot, you know, maybe two scenes in a night. So you, you know, you came away with five hundred bucks, two scenes, you know, two scenes on your belt, you know. So it wasn't wow, bad. That's not bad. Um, obviously, it wasn't L.A. monies, but once again, it was the difference between the major leagues and the minor league, uh, the majors and the minors. Right, right. So. Um where are we at on this timeline? <laughs> oh, she's just getting into L.A. with right. Evan Stone. Oh, oh so yeah. your first one's with Evan with Michael Raven. Yeah, yeah, for cool, Michael cool. Raven. And then what, yeah. what was that called? Evan told us off. Was that Evan's first scene, too? Yeah. 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 Remember Evan said when he was on the yeah. show, I came out he from Texas, Texas, that's right. yeah. Texas to and he Michael Raven's thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he said that. Oh, all right. Wow. Which, yeah, Sydney was hot. Man. Oh, hell yeah. 
When I first started with Robbie D in 99 at Vivid, he's like, I'm hiring this girl, Sydney Steele. I'm like, okay. And she walked on and she had this elegance and she walked and you're like, God damn, like yeah. that's an elegant woman. That's not one of these little spinner teeners yeah. that you get, you know, it was, wow. So uh, you do real well in that movie, obviously, for Michael Raven. I mean, you know, no, I mean, you know, it was, it was a tough experience because uh, it was a, my first time working with, you know, the seasoned pros and, um, um, my first scene had uh, Titi Boy and Guy De Silva in, in a three-on-one with um, Anari, and um, yeah, you know. Were you t- intimidated? No, I wasn't intimidated, but it's just that I, neither one of them I can work my way into the rotation because, <laughs> like Titi Boy, you pretty much had to like <laughs> wrestle him out of the pussy. Okay, now here's what's funny because I know you both know. those guys. TT boy is, you know, he's alpha male aggressive. Guy's a real chill dude. Yeah. Guy to Silva. So you're probably like, well, this guy's going nuts. This guy's chill. I'll just kind of work my way in. But yeah, of course, you had to pull him off of you, didn't you? Well, no, you know, and it's a seniority thing. And, and you know, oh, at, yeah, that, yeah. at that moment, I didn't know that I, I didn't have to respect the order of seniority. So, you know, being so new, I kind of like, you know, kind of played it like, you know, like, okay, when it's my turn, I'll be ready. Right. You know, now, if I remember correctly, I did a one-on-one with Sydney that's also in the movie, and I was able, I did very well in that. Um, so it was a good, you know, good... Nari for the three-way. Know. I'd like to see that scene again. Yeah. Ooh, good time. Shouldn't be hard to find. No, not at all. Um, but, so what's what's after this? So, so I always ask this question. So at this point, you're like, you're a few scenes in. You're committed because you've made the drive, right? You're saying there's no turning yeah. back now, and you're committed 100% to the business at that point. Yeah, no, that, yeah, March, because the, the my gravity was December of 97. So by March, when I came out here for good, yeah, I was all in. Wow, that's At great. that point, yeah. And then so after the thing with T.T. Boy, you're not like Khan said. You, you can be intimidating. T.T.'s a legend as well, mm. and he's aggressive, and his scenes are pretty cool. But So you're just like, all right, I'm just going to roll with this. And then did Michael Raven, he did another movie after that or something, didn't he? What, what was your next gig after that? Um, You know, I don't know if I ever... I might have did a couple more for Mike. Uh, I know that um, uh, I went down to Dallas and actually um, shot for a movie he was doing down there. So I got a chance to visit Dallas. Hadn't done that before. It's cool. You're traveling um, for porn at that point. Yeah, that, but bad. that was just the beginning. I mean, that the Dallas trip was nothing by comparison to um, you know what was soon to come. You know, with um, with shooting and traveling with with and for Anabolic and Diabolic. Right. Um, God, I did some great trips with them. You know, whew, Czech Republic, yeah. uh, Ukraine, um, Budapest. It was whew, good because yeah. they like to do those European trips. Remember that? They was like, here, well, save it up, let's go. Well, there was a, there was a series called the World Sex Tour. World Sex Tour. And they were up to. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, you know, it was a great series. And, wow. And, you know the budgets existed that such that um, we were going everywhere. We would go to um, the Cannes Film Festival every year. You know what I'm saying for like gosh, for June of '98 through 2001 or 2002. Yep, yep. Because I got when over they there closed in 03. it down. Yeah. You know. Wow. They stayed when they kicked porn around after a while. You know. World sex you tour, know, man. Taking yeah. it back. I love that. Tokyo. Um, one funny thing is in 03, I went over there from Red Light, and uh, 
I remember they're like, your first line is going to be woman of color. And, and honestly, I'm not, not blowing smoke mm-hmm. up your ass. Lex. I was like, Lex used to do that line. That's awesome. Over at, um, at Anabolic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a Lex line. I'm going to you know, uphold the honor of this thing. I'm going to get these some hot girls in here. And You're yeah. a fucking legend, man. Um, so <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I was like, wow. I took, that was my first one I ever did was the one that you had originally done. Yeah, well, you know, cool? actually, I had taken it over. I resurrected the line. It had been Shawn Michaels. Oh, this is awesome. Con, I'm following in the footsteps of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. This is awesome. Man. This is great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, at what age did you realize that you were naturally gifted? <laughs> mm. <laughs> the first time he changed in, in football. No. <laughs> no, you know, honestly, um, it's not something I would have noticed. Um, through being an athlete, you know, athlete as a youth, um, it really wasn't until the first time I actually got pussy because um, the condom fit, that wasn't an issue at that point. But it was the first time that um, um, a woman whose opinion mattered had made the comment that I might be a little bit larger than, than average. Um, Do you know they're Magnum condoms, but for Lex, they're Magnum-esque? But no one ever no. gets there because they don't pull it on l- enough. You know, he's been actually. There. You know what? There's uh, the Magnum XL. That's actually what I use. Fuck! Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I can't believe we're the same size, Lex. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. It's a joke. Really? They they make a Magnum XL. Yeah. It's yeah. like a CD case, huh? <laughs> <laughs> for real? A I CD didn't know that. Case, right. No, no, but they do. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, Did you know this con? Cool. They make a Magnum. You don't know. You're Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it might work better for him if if they say Irish are short and fat. That's well, true. Well, the Magnum XL uh-huh. actually accommodates greater girth than the Magnum. They're actually the same length if you roll them out. Listen to this. The Magnum and the Magnum XL. I know nothing are the about this because this is about humongous dicks. <laughs> I suggest the Trojan Ecstasy though. Okay, you getting sponsored by them or something? I should. <laughs> God damn it! But um, no, you know the reason I mentioned that is because um, in Vegas last week at the AVN convention, you know this girl, I don't know, she was she's fucking whatever. She was like the young, yeah, she was about twenty. She was a working girl, not with me, but she was a working girl. <laughs> and me and John, John, um, the other one of the other guys from the industry. We had these two hookers up in the room, and I say the hookers in a proverbial terms. I mean, we're we're all hookers to some degree, but they were literally hookers that he was friends with, and they needed to spend, you know, they want to hang out and you know uh, spend some time. So this girl put a Trojan X condom on me. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> Felt like um, an ultra thin. Ah, uh, yes. So my recommendation, gentlemen, would be try Trojan ecstasy. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah, so and that, re- children, is what you need to know about the facts of life. <laughs> so this woman tells you that you're well endowed, right? Right. Um, which is much better than, hey, you're good for anal, which means you're really not that big. Um, oh, is that what that means? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All these years. So at that point, you're like, hmm, I might be. You know, is that what, when did it hit? Like concept. When did it hit you where you're like, you know what? I'm fucking hung. Well, I mean, that was that was the first instance, but. You know, the one thing uh, would be, um, I'd be remiss if not making the statement that I don't walk around with the thought of my penis at all. I mean, there, there's only two occasions, literally, um, where I think of my penis. That is when I have to take a piss <laughs> and when I have to fuck. Now, being that I might have to piss. What about when you have to rearrange? 
Well, <laughs> okay. Three well, times. You know, I'm not necessarily addressing my penis, but for the three or four times, four times I pee in a day, right? And then if I'm fucking, now in the event I'm not fucking, um, then there's nothing that would make me, my penis, any more different than any than any most or any mortal man. Right. Whereas um, I don't walk around with a, with a full heart on, so there's nothing that would draw attention to to me or in that regard. Nor would you know I'd be motivated to be uh, interested in in my dick size. So no, I don't think about it, and um, it's not something that became an issue until maybe college, because the girl that I lost my virginity with was a bit older. You know what I'm saying? So we fucked over the course of the summer before I went to college. And then college was a whole different story. How'd that go? Well, it was interesting because you got girls from different parts of the country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's Away from fucking, daddy. Yeah, they're all, everybody's fucking like bunnies. I mean, you know, and um, I definitely was a willing participant. And um, there was a collective um, opinion that arose throughout the canvas, you know, in regards to um, my size. And it's something that, you know, did you get a reputation before you even got in the industry? No. Did I you have a reputation on campus? I, you know, I don't, I don't think I had a reputation on campus because there were so many, you know, there were so many guys that were purported to have big dicks. So who knew what a big dick really was? So, and once again, I mean, I, I, I literally, literally do not spend any time lending any modicum of interest in my penis, despite the fact that I may use it to, you know, to make movies, but it's just a notion that it's not something, you know, this is more I've thought about it um, probably in the last 10 years with you guys right here. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, every guy in the world's like wants to be this iconic porn guy when they're with their girlfriends or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it's always fun to say, you know, Lex, we will know. I, 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 quite the contrary. I, I doubt if, if those guys found out, um, what's like to do a scene they may not be interested it's not all that fun right yeah I, I have two random questions for you <clears throat> one how annoying was it when Howard Stern was hounding you um, about doing that scene with his producer oh I didn't even hear about that scene I remember they interviewed you and you were well, so annoyed <laughs> you know what happens like um I'm a long time Howard listener, being from yeah. East Coast, right? Yeah, yeah. me too. '85, yeah, like, I started listening to. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So what happened was, I was well aware of the circumstance. Whereas there was that might what you're talking about, kind of might. I don't know if it's the same situation, but there's one situation where one of the callers said he'd taken up the ass for a yeah. certain amount of money. Yeah, right. And then the guy's wife calls in and says he's not. I'm not going to let him do it for that little money. I was like, well, then how much money would you let him do it for? And she was like, I guess there were a number. It was like 20000 bucks or whatever. And Howard said, well, look, if I'm going to pull out 20000 bucks, I want to see him get done by, you know, by a real a real big dick so, or whatever, whatever. So Scott, the engineer, mm-hmm. says, was the one that was supposed to be the recipient. Oh, okay. okay. One we call Lex and Steel. And, and now I shit you guys not, right? I was literally listening to this shit live on a, you know. <laughs> oh, that must have been funny. Every day, right? Right. And I knew Howard dropped my name every now and again in regards to porno or whatever. You know, my name would come up. And I appreciate the fact that he knows who Lexus Oh, Hill you get is. your name mentioned on Howard Stern. You, you, 
like just look what happened to Brie Olson and, and all the others. You get your name mentioned on Howard Stern and, and your career jumps a notch. Well, 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 it might be different for uh, that has yeah. not been my experience. Um, whereas I would say that um, it's just a notion that um, I don't know if anybody ran out and bought my DVDs because Howard said right. my name. Yeah. Now, if Howard had me in, in his studio, that might be uh, might have a demonstrative effect or somewhat of a measurable effect. That's cool being a fan, though, and yeah. you get a mention. That's kind of well, I mean, cool. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate cool. it. I mean, look, cool. the king of all media, you know, said my name, you know, but under the context of coming, you know, let me tell you what happened. So the guy calls me on the phone, right? Not Howard, but the other dude calls me on the phone. It's Gary, like, right? Gary, the fuck. Baba Booey. Yeah, yeah, the fucking <laughs> Baba Booey, right? This fucker, fucking guy says to me, oh, so, you know, da-da. I'm like, man, I I listen to you guys. I'm not coming on to do that. He says, why not? He says, aren't you guys minimally all bisexual? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I said, look, man. I said, there's more testosterone in my fucking pinky than there is that whole fucking room that you're talking to me from. Now, I listen to you guys all the fucking time. Tell Howard I'm not coming on for no bullshit like that. I said, there's a million reasons for me to come on um, your show legitimately than for that bullshit especially the motherfuckers you guys have in your studio with regularity. And needless to say, that was the only opportunity that I think, you know, was ever extended yeah. to come on. Uh, you know, I go to New York regularly, um, you know, on vacations and holiday, you know, uh, returning home and such. Well, I just but, remember Richard and Sal yeah. cornering you at AVN and interviewing you about doing Scott in the ass. And you just being... Like, yeah, because <laughs> they came up to the booth. As a matter of fact, I think it was when I had my booth at AVN. And, uh, yeah, you know, certain situations you don't appreciate and you got to handle it in a certain way that, you know what I'm saying, it does leave a lasting mark, yeah. if you will, you know, diplomatically and you don't want to tarnish your reputation and, and you know, not for some foolishness like that. Right. Yeah. Um, what, I'm always interested in this with you because you, you became a great talent, but you also took the camera yourself and started shooting and yeah. became a director. How long from that day with Michael Raven until you decided, hey, I want to start, I really want to get my visions out there and become a director? Well, let me see. Um, Mike Raven was December 97. Uh, so 2000 is when I shot my first movie, which was Balls Deep. Fucking A, dude. Yeah, Balls Deep number one. Fuck. And, I remember those. Yeah, well, I started shooting it in 99. And it won 2000 Best Gonzo Movie um, of night of 2000. 2000 Best Gonzo. Balls Deep number one, Anabolic. That was my first directorial wow. effort. How did you get hooked up with Chris then from Anabolic? Um, well, um, at the convention, he was one of the people that I met because um, um, I always considered Anabolic the greatest company at the time because... You know, it wasn't until I got there. No, Just it was kidding, well dude. Before you got there. Not for nothing. They were doing dude, quite you, well. Dude, you paved the way, my friend. No, you and I John didn't, Doe and everybody. No, man. no. It's guys, look at the guys before me. Mark Davis, Oof. Vince Voyer, yep. Marcus, Shawn Michaels, Jake Steed, um, John Doe. killing it with these names. Um, I love it. Yeah, they were all the guys that, that were the stalwarts well before I ever got there. And so I met Chris and Sue. at uh, Those are two owners. I met them at the convention. They gave me a shot. What happened was it was on a Friday. I'd been there for a week, and I bombed tragically. Um, but they found that, that they were comfortable enough with me in their house that they invited me to stay for dinner. So Sue cooked, and we ate dinner, and we all hung out and talked. And then by the end of the night, she said, look, you know, we'd like to give you another chance. I mean, you seem like a nice guy. 
usually if a guy bombs for us on his first one, they never get another shot. But we'd like to give you another shot. Are you going to be in town? I said, look, I said, when do you want to shoot? They said, well, maybe, you know, in about two or three days. So I extended my trip. And I shot the scene for Anabolic, and and uh, and they are the ones that really put me on the map and established, uh, you know, the name that people come to enjoy now. Wow, Paul's deep, man. I remember that. Yeah. I, fuck, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, they give a lot of opportunities. Uh, that Dion gave me my first ever directing gig, and then he got me my job at Anabolic. Because mm -hmm. when everybody made that big swap, remember that? Yeah. He calls up. He goes, "Listen, you got to get this. Just take him on. He he's a hard worker. He'll do good stuff." And then there's that big swap, and that's when. Wow, that's crazy. But then you, so so, how long were you with Anabolic? Uh, well, you know, I wasn't exclusive, you know, um, but I worked so frequently in, across everybody's lines, you know. Um, so my name became synonymous uh, with Anabolic and Diabolic, and thankfully, because um, that gave me the, the cachet or the merit. Mm -hmm. Because if I was shooting, as people saw me in Anabolic stuff, then that gave me a little bit more strength because they're like, if they're hiring him, then we should have him in, in you know, in, in their stuff as well. So I owe a debt of gratitude to, uh, you know, Chris Alexander, Greg, Greg uh, um, Allen of Diabolic, you know, and um, yeah, it just goes back to, you know, some good years back then. You know? Okay, that was good, real good. And then you were, because um, you had gone to Red Light and then you went on your own. Is that right? Well, you know what happened? Um, I established my company, which is Mercenary Pictures. And originally, um, Red Light was my initial distributor. And we put out oh, cool. five movies, you know. And then um, after that, I said, well, look, I said, you know, I think it's best that I go independent. And um, um, so I've been independent ever since. That was... My first release under fully independent release was April of 2004, which was Manhammer Number no. One with Katja Kassin. Katja Kassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And so 279 movies later on the market now. God damn it. Uh, I established uh, Lexus Steel Productions in 2013. Um, so I distributed that through Evil Angel. Right. And we've got nine titles uh, out so far with that. So... Mercenary, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's uh, Mercenary Pictures and Lexus Productions. So to uh, you know keeps me busy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, w when you first were your your talent, you're working with Michael Ray and stuff. How much were you working a week? Oh man, I like, mean, shit, man, five, five six times. Now you remember, like you remember back to what it was like in ninety eight, ninety nine. People were shooting like. I so shot much. 27 times a month. Exactly. Like, I'd force myself to take days off. Exactly. It was that I wish. Short. Let's do that. Let's get back on oh, the schedule back again. I, I mean, I'm a little bit older now. <laughs> we both are, right? I don't know if I would... I wouldn't take as much... Like, if there was the same amount of work, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be working the, that same amount. But back in the day, I mean, shit, man. Seven days a week. Maybe You're just week. hurting yourself with this rambunctious behavior. <laughs> <laughs> but seven days a week, man, like, for, you know... 13 days in a row like you know Damn. what I'm saying some days you know some days um, you know you guys know about the you know what was it gangland gangland yep. gangbangs yep, yep, yep. the five on ones right yep. alright so the guy knew that he wasn't really paying rate he wasn't really paying rate right the girls were kind of uh, <laughs> it was a five on one interracial gangbang he would always schedule it never before 730 so if you had a scene in which you're getting your full rate 
you can work that early oh, in the sweet. day. Oh, that's make brilliant. Make your full rate. And then go hopping on the That's game like gangbang at seven thirty, making Perfect. extra five hundred bucks. So you're yeah. doing two scenes a day, seven. Sometimes that, but I'm saying the gangbang, gangbang. Sometimes it was a third scene on the day, Fuck. because two scenes. What a do day you was eat to get that protein normal. powder? What do you got? Oh, no, nah, I mean <laughs> shit. That was when I was a young whippersnapper. <laughs> Fucking, I mean, but, you know, I'm guys. swollen and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> That's shit. awesome. Yeah, but then again, it's a testament to um, how many studios there were, right. right? How much money was flowing in and out of the business, which allowed people to keep um, offering extending budgets. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at one point with Ambach, I had four titles that that I had in rotation with Ambach, and then I had one title with Diebach. So at one point, I had five titles. Um, between 99 and 2003, directing for Anabok and Daibok. When we made that switch and went over, I picked up eight. I was loving it. Yeah. And then I went over, I did this big artsy thing um, called Artcore, and uh, I went way over budget, and Chris is like, ah, it's a good movie. I'm like, Jesus, I'm all scared, you know? But those days, it was like, we'll just put a little extra. It's fine. It's all good. Now it's different. I don't want to talk or be depressed. But we have an island question. I'm very interested to ask Mm. you this. Con and I ask this every week. I'll shoot it because I love you. Uh, Mm. We're going on an island, and you have to pick three of your favorite girls you've ever worked with in your life to go on the island and you may of all time of in all, their prime all time in their prime and we're gonna I'm gonna shoot it cause you're gonna let me uh, and it's gonna be you and three girls who mm. would those three girls be? Naomi Banks <laughs> um, <laughs> Kiera Mia And Phoenix Murray. Oh! Nice. Yeah, okay. See okay. Cover, I don't yeah. know the middle one. <laughs> I don't either. Well, if you don't, you should look her up right now. Right, Make wait, sure wait, you're I'll strapped into your seat because well, she's what was a her name again? Kiara Mia. Oh, you got to spell that. K i a r r a. Last name Mia. M i a. Yeah. <laughs> Where she? What she? What's her? Uh, where's she from? She's Latina. Okay. Oh, she. You like? You like some fucking boobies? Of course he yeah. does. He likes. Yeah, likes like some. Uh, like him a little bit. Though. Oh my Christmas! Is that who we're talking about? That's her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she can handle you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't. You know, I've you know, like a girl like that. Her. You know what I do to yeah. a girl like that? Nothing. She'd break me into four pieces. <laughs> nah, yeah, but she. I mean, you know, I. I She's very pretty. Yeah, I never was into petite girls. You know, I know it's something that the industry. Sometimes wanted out of guys of my physical attributes, but they never did anything. For I remember me. you mentioned that years ago. Yeah. You, you, um, Olivia Dale Lovely was one of your mm, favorites oh too. Oh my huh? God! Yes, yeah, she was great. Uh, right. I remember you saying. Remember you tell me that like this has got to be ten or eleven years more than that. You're yeah. like, dude, that, that right there, and I'm like, cool. That's that's your thing. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That's these girls are. And Phoenix Marie. I mean, you know, and Naomi. You know, I like the women that are built like superheroes, you know. And so if I went on yeah, an that island, uh that girl, you know. She that that's that is a a very attractive woman. <laughs> yeah, uh, woman, exactly. But, but, yeah, woman, yeah. yeah. Cuz you know what it is, it's the difference between a female that's built like a girl and a female that's built like a woman. Now, that's not saying that a, a tall, skinny woman or a petite woman is not a woman, so to speak, but 
it's just a proverbial uh, no spinners for glass. Lex Steel is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, right. you you know send what them saying? my way. I'll take all the spinners <laughs> off your hands. You want? Oh, yeah. All right. So, you, you, so, <laughs> so now we jump onto another island. This is exciting, and you got to do a bunch of DPs and crazy. What, mm-hmm. what, what two guys would you have to pull on and partner yourself up with? What two guys would be solid that you'd like to do scenes with? I think I may be becoming a little bit gay. No, what I'm saying. Is, <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like, uh, you know. See, I know with that that clip the con is pulling just totally <laughs> fucked up the whole context. <laughs> All right, well, no, what I'm saying is like. But yeah, you no, know, I got you. I, I got know, you. I, look, I can tell you, I, I, I don't. I'm, yeah, I love women, shooting. but but if I had to shoot guys, I could tell you who I'd want to shoot because they're like they're good guys, they're solid, they're cool, and man, it would be fun. Davis, how great would it be to grab Mark Davis and just have a wonderful time with a bunch of hot, hot women? Well, right? well, here's the thing: if I was in that scenario, what would be the most important to me would be the guys that can anchor okay. the DP best. Oh wow! Um, I'm trying to think, and of... so that would be Eric Everhart. Nice Everhart, and. Um, um, I could tell probably you. Marcus. Marcus, nice, yeah. nice. Everhard, man, I can remember like first wait, wait. week. Yeah, Marcus is Mr. Marcus. Okay, okay, yeah. just making sure. And Steve Holmes is good at that shit too, huh? Steve Holmes oh, will get Steve in. Holmes He'll get in there and be like in anything. Yes, he was one of the greatest history of the business. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve definitely. Um, and he he he's never complained about having to anchor a DP. And and Steve, you can say anything. He's done it. You know, like, like I think this would be crazy if he he he's, he goes. I go to the Kick Hat Club, Merlin. I drop my pants. Whatever happens, happens. And I'm like, uh, Whoa. cool. Check out the time. We got to get back. Like, he's, yeah, I've been he's to the a, Kick Hat. Yeah, you have. Times. He's a just a straight up perv guy that just loves to get in there and make shit happen. So he used to do the hedonism. Uh, <laughs> too right? Who, who myself? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a heat. But I mean, you probably make money when you go there, right? No, I go there for vacation. Yeah. Well, only only on one occasion did I go there, where someone fl- where they flew me in, mm-hmm. and they flew me and they kind of bamboozled me, if you will, <laughs> because now mind you, I've been there before on my own dime on vacation, so you know, but they flew me in there. Didn't tell me that it was a BBW convention. Oh, wow. Oh. Right? So I'm you there like, for a week. You like them on that side, huh, Lex? No, I don't. I mean, quite honestly, nothing against BBWs, but I'm just not attracted to women that go beyond a certain... Um, what, what's your cap? Mm, okay. In, in terms of height and weight, you know what I'm saying? It's a combination. Uh, give me your I mean. BMI meter. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, so, all right, all right. Let's assume... a. All girls normally average, what five five to five nine. So what 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 are our weights we can go with? Just look at the okay. three girls he mentioned. Yeah. If she's five five, I would need her to be, um, I would say, probably one thirty five, one forty. Look at this guy, man. Like That's man. lower than I thought it was going to be, man. And then five nine, I would like to see in and around. 160 nice. you know i can go 165 when you get above once when you get above 59 i need you to be about once ideally about 170 so it's not break anything how many five, of our, nine, 170 how many of our female that's, fans are like me that's me, me, me. <laughs> five nine 170 you gotta understand the the women that are built like superheroes, they're not like fat is light, right? But the you know musculature is heavier. If you look at a girl like Phoenix Marie, yeah, like Brazilian um, girls, like Brazilian mm. girls, like 
you know, I, I go. I used to go to Brazil a lot, oh, yeah, and like yeah. I noticed, even the the fat girls were hot in a way. You know, like I used to say, yeah. like, and like I remember dating this girl down there that was heavier than me, which I normally don't do. Mm. But I remember laying down on Kanye top of weigh her. Like one twenty. I weigh right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I weigh one forty on a good day. Yeah. Um, but I remember laying down on top of her, and she was probably like one forty five, like five six. But I remember nice. laying t- down on top of her, and I was like. This girl is all muscle, and it turned me yeah. on. Now, I've done the same situation in the United States, and I lay down on the girl, and I feel like I'm floating and kind of <laughs> sliding on, like, the jiggle, you know? So, But I, I know what you're saying by, yeah. by the, the superhero. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's something, you know, that makes you want to... I like girls that I look at them, and they make me want to go fucking have me a fucking porterhouse steak. See what I'm saying? If I yep. want to have a steak... Like when I look at Naomi or Kiera or Phoenix, you know, I think about, you know, I think about full course meals. I don't think about like a fucking <laughs> salad. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? That's all. That's that's great to hear. Um, what? Where can people get a hold of you if they choose so? I know you're at Lex one uh, one or something. Right. Well, my Twitter is Lex Steel Eleven. So it's L E X S T E E L E. Um. Facebook. What's the significance of the 11? Well, it's two part. <laughs> 11 is the length of my dick, right? I didn't even know that, Lex. <laughs> right. That was my guess. Yeah, but so. but what people don't know. Oh, that's know, all, Lex? Just 11? No, no yeah, that's, that's it. I, you know, I, no, the reason why I make that distinction is because early on people were putting out these fantastic numbers, and I was like, there's absolutely no way I can deliver on someone saying that I have a 13 and 6. There are guys who actually have that. So I would leave the, in all honesty, I would much rather be identified with what is, you know, numerically close to what I actually can deliver upon. But ironically, when I started using the moniker Lex Steel 11, um, was before, pretty much before people were tweeting, right? Now, the 11 stands for, at the time that I started using it, I had 11 AVNs. Oh, sweet. Which are the equivalent of Oscars in our industry. That was some time ago because I have 23 now. Oh, fucking shit. So to give you an example. So I've been using yeah, the moniker Lexio 11 for for years. What uh, Out of those 23, um, it, have, who's won even more than 23? I'm sure Rocco, okay. you know, Manuel, Jules. Um, what do some of those 23 consist of? Performer of the year. Um, or what do you got? Well, three performer of the years: two thousand, nice. two thousand two, two thousand three. Hall, of, you know, Hall of Fame, two thousand nine. Congratulations again. One more. <laughs> Con. Wait, are you one? Oh, sorry. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. So I was trying to bring the volume down on those. So. And the other nineteen are distributed between performing and directorial. Sweet. To give example. This year, I pulled a sweep of best interracial and avian and expiz, having won. <laughs> but I will say that, like, while people would assume that 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 the the majority of my being appreciative of the award is based on, you know, being the performer, what they fail to realize is that I take greater pride in the fact that both the titles are directed by Alexis Steele, because you know it's supposed to be. You know, it's not it's the notion that when I get done fucking, it's my directorial skill set that will keep me making a product that is viable. 
Because if I'm not fucking anymore, is my product going to still be viable? But if mm-hmm. I have established myself as a director, um, it'll maintain viability. So I'm pretty happy about the fact that um, not only did I perform every scene in both movies, there are different titles, um, but I directed both titles. One is called Lex Turns Evil, and that one for Best Interracial Release, AVN. And the other was uh, Housewives of Lex Steel, and that's um, uh, one of the exhibits for Best Interracial Release. So 16 years. I'm in my 16th year. Wow. And um, I, you know, legitimately, you know, can be called the king of all interracial if Howard Stern is the king of all media. Nice, nice. That would be the king of all the motherfucking interracial, I guess, I guess. Out of those High five! Out of those... <laughs> nice. Out of those 23, <laughs> is, is there one specific... I like you. Do you like me? Is there one that you holds true? You it's say, time for sexy time. <laughs> is there I one, know the barrette very well. <laughs> is there one out of those 23 that really, really holds true? Sexy time. You said, there you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you said that it was your directing ones that you liked the most yeah. because it shows you can segue. Yeah. Um, is there one of those 23 that you're just still like still holds true as the the greatest one um probably um one of the male performer awards because uh um would had have been 2003 because um I didn't expect it oh cool yeah cool. I mean I didn't expect the first one either because no black person had ever won and still hasn't, male wow. or female. Wow. So I won in 2000. That was like the first, I was the first black. Did you get up there and do like the Halle Berry speech? They love me. <laughs> well, was, I no, did the, this. This is a whole new. Wait, yeah, what, no. did, what did she say? They, th- they love me. They love me. That was. That was. The, uh, Wizard of Oz girl. Katie Garland, was it? But it was yeah. in the movie. It wasn't her actually it receiving it. <laughs> no, but ha- remember her famous ha- moment. Yeah, Hall- Halle Berry yeah. got up there because she was the first to win. Uh, the first black woman. Black woman. Yeah, and she yeah. goes like, I'm so glad I could open the doors for everyone else. <laughs> no, nah, you know, yeah, she so hasn't. You know what I'm saying? Because Halle had to essentially become a white female actress um, to win the Oscar. Um, you know, I don't speak whether you guys understand or not. She basically has one black American I can confidently say that she made a transition which allowed her to win such. But in my case, I can't escape being a black uh, American on site, <laughs> especially I have to take my pants down, right? <laughs> but um, no, no, there was no um, no pompous, you know, re- reception speech. It was more like mm-hmm. I was surprised and appreciative because I was, to be quite honest. You're so money and you don't even know it. I was appreciative because just to be nominated, right? Because you got like, at any given moment, there's maybe maybe a hundred guys, maybe slightly less, but they only nominate X amount, and I have been one of them. Was one of them. Didn't necessarily feel that I was better than my predecessors because half the guys that were nominated were guys that taught me what to do, what I was doing. So I was good to be, you know, felt good to be on the on the list. But I won. Then the second time I won was cool, but the third You're time. You're the greatest. Uh, but, yeah, some will say. But the um, <laughs> the third one was the best, I think, um, because I didn't have um, any machines behind me, whereas I didn't have a company, 
in my years of winning, the companies I worked for most ran Bach and Diabog, right? Albeit they are the ones that created my reputation and my brand and my reputation. They did not participate in the advertising campaigns in Avian Magazine, which meant there was right. no necessity for reciprocity, whereas oh. Avian did not have to reward um, Anabog for buying ad space yeah, by giving I, them awards. I always hear about how political the Avian Awards are. We're familiar with the term payola. Yeah. Okay, so this is what we're talking about here, I was right? there for four years, and I was like, wow, this is what it's going to be, you know? And it is what it is. Well, I so see, you know, that's what happens. So yeah. that's why I appreciated mine in particular, and this is something that people wouldn't, wouldn't, would never think about. I won without the backing of a company that was spending dollars at Avian. Congratulations you, you one know, more time. Well, <laughs> conversely... Um, you yeah, that's know, impressive because all I ever hear is it's just basically who pays to get the award. That's what I hear. I, I'm not yeah. in the industry, so what do I know? Uh, you, know I, you know, all I will say is, you know, um, I won it straight up. Um, I didn't have any help. The company that I worked for weren't buying ads, and um, but people respected the stuff that Anabog Dialogue was doing, and I was had become their rookie of the year and. If you will, and uh, I, but you know the thing is, it's like it is nice. It was very nice, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but look who I I I, I had great guys as mentors. I had that's my next question. Yeah, I really I mean, like to know Mark who that Davis, Vince awesome. Voyer, Mr. Marcus. Mark Davis taught you how to choke a girl. No, 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 because <laughs> I'm really not into the rough sex. I appreciate it, but I'm not really into. My other thing is like if I give you violence, I give you violence. But if you want a hard on. You have to ask for one or the other, right? Not at the same time. Like that's not me. I can't do that. But um, and you know the the guys that taught me, you know, were like, um, Vince actually taught me camera and sat in editing with me and said, "Here's here's what you got to do," you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's real cool. Yeah, that's when he was an anabolic as well. Even with directing, uh, Mike John. Oh, Mike um, John taught me how to you know as a videographer. Hall of Fame this year, Mike John. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's great because yeah. he was over there too. Damn. Yeah. And uh, you know what I will say. Um, I would fall short if I didn't mention Jules Jordan, nice. who I've worked with since 99. Um, you know, even before Jules moved out to out to L.A., he had flown me back to... Another East Coast guy. <laughs> yeah. He show, flew me back to Philadelphia twice to shoot for him for Pleasure Productions before wow. he ever lo- moved out here to L.A. So there's been some long relationships with people who have been movers and shakers in their own right and either took me along with them you know this is how you get places socializing with the higher ups exactly (laughs) where does he get these lax these fucking things that's the shit right there you you know (laughs) and then and then west coast productions how and video team so i remember video um, team. just saw christian man at the show i was like man video team was god they were good Uh, they were the best in black i mean and then uh and then came the, the um the condom thing when the first time Vivid um, went condom only, and then Wicked, I believe, might have always isn't Wicked always been condom. Yeah, Wicked. Uh, they I'm were not, they weren't always. Yeah, they were optional. They and are. when I was peeing for them, I used to have w- literally Wicked condoms in this fanny pack, and I have to go hand them out. Wicked condoms, Wicked yeah. condoms. Yeah, and then they, they went optional. completely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, at that time, what happened? West Coast Productions stayed bareback, but but Video Team tried to mimic Vivid. vivid 
by going condom. So they wanted to go condom and all black product. But West Coast Productions didn't. Wow. So the market share went completely to West Coast Productions and effectively sunk video team. Wow. That's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Truth that's be totally told. interesting. I didn't yeah. realize that. Wow. But that's cool. A lot of you, I want to have a lot of your mentors on the show. I'd like to have Davis down here. I saw Vince uh, a couple oh, months yeah, ago. Yeah, that's so I, I saw Davis in AVN. So, yeah. yeah, these are guys that when I was PAing and learning behind the scenes camera were these feature guys, you know. Mm. So I got developed a friendship with them. And, yeah. Um, I've actually developed a friendship where I can call Davis and go, huh. Huh. And he knows it's me. It's how many years that I have to sit there. But when Mark Davis made that sound, I knew it was time to go home. Uh, yeah, because you know it's time for the pop shot. Time for the pop shot. I was like, all right, let's yeah. get me out of here. It's time to hit the gym. You're like Pavlog's dog with the orgasm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, so, uh, do you have a website or anything, Lex? What do you got? Well, you know, you can always catch me at Lex Steel Live. I'm sorry, Lex. Lex Steel Live is my podcast, but. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. go, go on Lex Steele's <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, um, How often do you do your podcast? Well, on toadhopnetwork.com uh, is the Lexington Steel Live show. And it, Thank you and for coming to ours. I didn't know you had your yeah. own. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've, I've been broadcasting for a minute. You know, I have another, on. I'm going to subscribe right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now, we I haven't had any new shows on there. I'm on hiatus. I'm going to be reemerging with Lex Steel Live show in March. Is your studio as ghetto as ours? <laughs> with the rug um, walls and the bad money. <laughs> well, you know, Toad Hop Network had a really nice studio. Okay, so it's toadhopnetwork.com. Yeah. T-O-A-D hopnetwork.com. Yeah. How did you get on there? Well, essentially, um, I had done um, a show that I had called Size Matters, and I was a, that was an online radio show. Um on LA Talk Radio. Oh wow. Yeah, for a year. Like KFI so. or something? No, no, no. LA Talk Radio dot com. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um we had fifty two Look at this now, guy. It, said, it says here you can watch it. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, Were you video stuff. as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Toad up is stream. See, this guy's high budget over yeah. here, Lex Steel. We're not video. That yeah. costs money. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got you know those two Lex Steel Live is gonna come back We'll be on Radio Temptations. Like the we'll be on Radio Temptations That's coming. Um, that's brought to you by the same people that put out LA Talk Radio, but it's an online video podcast specifically for adult programming. Oh wow. Oh, sounds like we need to make a phone call. <laughs> yeah, go to xbiz.com, right? Okay. And then Look at Lex hooking us up. Look at him. Radio um, Temptations and you'll see the, the you'll see the press release. Okay. Sweet. And uh, and then by the show. Uh, I'm launching a uh, online streaming video podcast, a sports broadcast. Um, Jesus, effectively called. You got four- time to bang quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You got any time to bang chicks anymore, Lex? You're just too busy. <laughs> no, I do, but you know, my thing sounds like there's seven days in a work in a work week, right? See what I'm saying? So you work yeah. six and bang one. No, I just no. I mean, it, <laughs> it depends. But I'm saying like every day of a every day of a week. I need to have something like whether the first part of my day today was moving stuff from my my warehouse to shipping, moving furniture to, to you know f- to put in the new studio for the for where I'm going to do my my sports show from. And then I did a scene with Lisa Ann this afternoon. Oh, you oh, son of a! Oh, look at this, Jesus! Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm here with you guys. Look at you! Look at it's still going. This guy. And I'm going to go home. Whatever. I'm going to go home, have me a cup of coffee. I'm going to play FIFA 14 <laughs> to about 3 in the morning. That's FIFA? Mo- yeah. yeah. Soccer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. No Madden? 
No. Ah, no, I like it. I'm with it. No. All right. No. All right. Mad, I play mad. It's fun playing mad, but it's difficult. A lot, like if you play um, mad and you don't know the plays well enough, you're playing with someone who knows the plays and they're going into boards and screens that you've never seen before. Coverages you have no way to access. Yeah. I can't believe you fuck Lisa Ann today and we're talking about what he's going to do with the video games. How hot mm. was that? She's oh, I mean, me and Lisa Ann have been doing great work for. God damn, she's good. You know what I'm saying? And, and we have a. She blessed me with a uh, participating in a title I came up with called Lex versus Lisa. One of my um, uh, lines offer came out this year with Three Evil Angel. And um, I returned the favor by working for her and her new line that she has with Julie. You did Jordan. a content trade. No, uh, this was well, a movie trade. <laughs> it's not, you know, it wasn't much of a trade because, believe you me, <laughs> I, there was money exchanged. Uh, certainly enough, there was more money from my pocket going to hers when I <laughs> shot her because she did five scenes in that movie that, that I shot her wow, for, that we man. shot for me. Her and, her and I had never seen different variations. Oh, sweet. And today I worked with her one-on-one. Um, What's which, that like? Can you describe it in one word to our fans? Um fantastic maybe is a good word to use for that well yes yes oh god <laughs> it's yes. hard to say like with lisa is it's easy because she's she's so professional mm-hmm. she's hot and she knows what she's doing so a lot of people are intimidated with her but if you but you need to go take a 180 on it and realize that no, it's probably going to be your easiest day you could possibly have she's a because she man. knows what the fuck she knows what she's doing, yeah, and yeah. she's hot. So you know what I'm saying. So it's easy to work with her, and then there, you remember she makes you remember why you got into the industry to have sex with women like she her. got a great ass. <laughs> That was um <laughs> Come on, you know this. It's my favorite yeah. drop, by the way. Um Oh god, I can't remember. You want a hint? No, no, no. <laughs> Al Pacino? Yeah. Yep. Um Scent of a Woman. There you go. I would have got it. Trust me, I would have got it. She got a great ass. Hoo-ah. And you got your head. You got your head. I know all the you know, I'm a you stupid above. fucking cunt. Where do you... Uh, Say hello to my new friend! My words exactly. Uh, where do you see yourself going? Because you got you just listed so much stuff you got going on. Where, where do you mm. see this year going for you? And where's Lex going to be in 5 to 10? Well, I, I have to say... You on know, that island, banging those hot bras? No, we're no, about? no. Quite <laughs> honestly, I will say that, that as I move closer to the, the end of my career in front of the camera... Because after 16 years, why you know? I'm, Don't do it, man. No, well, no, no. I'm still <laughs> operating at the top of my game, as as evidenced by sweeping interracial genre for the, this year, Avian Exhibits. Um, I'm still at the apex, uh, top of the food chain. Um, Old habits die hard. Certainly not. <laughs> but I will say that there are others that, um, um, in my absence, the business will still be interracial. Will go on. Without me, so as I realize it's my time to move out, um, I've got a, a number of things as much as I can in line. You know, whether it's my broadcasting or or distribution of mercenary or, or Lexington production lines. You know, what I'm saying it's all about business, and um, you know. But hey, I will tell you this, guys: I'm not gonna be one of those people that will overstay my career. Oh like, wow! Yeah, like you're not gonna see me with the pot belly on camera. 
Like when I looking like a out, hedgehog. I I didn't say nothing. <laughs> you didn't con it. Don't worry about it. I said it. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad cop. Yeah, is there that. is there anybody you see coming up that could be the next Lexington Steel? Is there someone that you? Um, you know I. I I don't think there's going to be another like I think there's going to be a next someone. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Whether, um, you know, if you look at the popularity of Prince Joshua, mm-hmm. um, he's putting in fantastic work. Um, Even through the adversi- adversities he's had. Yeah, right? a I mean, you know them. what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. Not for nothing, I'm not taking anything away from James Dean um, or or Manuel Ferrara, the, the two most recent male performers of the year, proverbial. But... For what Prince has done over the last two years to recover mm-hmm. from an injury on this job. Oh, wait. He's the one that broke his dick yeah. twice, right? Or something. He had well, two instances? Well, the second time it was oh. kind of like, you know, not necessarily, certainly not a rupture like the first time. Mm-hmm. Steven St. Croix had the same issue, I think. Oh, uh, really? Okay. St. Croix did, yeah. And it's scar- it had scar tissue and stuff, so that's yeah. hard to... Um, but, I mean, you know... Um, are there new guys coming up? Um, you know, it's it's hard to say. You know, I, I it, it's funny that they think even like James Dean is a new guy, and he's been around forever. He you got know? tortured by Chico. Yeah. I keep saying that, but man, I was in the beginning when James was first coming in. I was there because he's working for Chico Wang at Diabolic. Mm. Chico's throwing eggs at him, you know, spraying him down with a hose. Come on, get in there. He Did you get any hazing when you came in to the industry? Yeah, dude. I'm, Six two two hundred and twenty seven <laughs> pounds. It wasn't no. There wasn't any intimidation. James, you know? I love him. He's a little yeah. on the skinnier side. Maybe he took a little bit of brunt because of his uh, physicalities. Mm. Maybe I don't know. No, you know, quite honestly, I've never seen the dude perform. I will say that um, my one of the guys I consider a brother of mine is Manuel. We've been oh nice. We you know I've known Manuel for for fifteen years. You know and. You know, there's certain people, performers that um, um, deserve the accolades that they have, and I will say that if you look at the stuff that those guys are doing, Manuel works in features and Gonzo, and James works in features and Gonzo as well. Any guy that works in features, you gotta take your hat off to him, because it is much more difficult than Gonzo. So kudos to those guys for being multiple winners because it's difficult. I know all too well how difficult it is having won it three times. But Manuel, I think, is five under five his Five this year, yeah. Five, it was fifth time, right? Yeah. Fifth this, this year, last, yeah. This year was yeah. his fifth time. I'll sit with and, the guys uh, at your table. Exactly, right? <laughs> at the show, yeah. And so, and kudos to James. If he's been around for a number of years is, is and he's now getting the accolades that he's yeah, earned. He's been through some stuff. You know? Jesus. But I will make, I will say that um, two things. First, um, I think it's a, Goddamn shame that Eric Everhart has not won a male performer Amen. of the what? year award. Never, yes. How does I, I how does that happen? It's, I, exactly. It's, how does that happen? There is it's it's there's is it a a, a conspiracy theory against the Canadian? <laughs> I don't know, but this dude is, is the most consistent performer. Never uh, had what a bad the scene. hell is yeah. that shit? He did. He did something at Vivid when I remember the first week he World's started. Luckiest, yeah, uh, jock, jock. And I was handing uh. him the condoms. Boom! Here's one. Here's one. He was incredible. And that had to be 14, 15 years ago when he was solid as fuck. I went with he and Vince over to Europe. Mm-hmm. He was crushing it, crushing yeah. it. Absolutely, I agree with you one hundred percent on that. Um, now, and I will say that. Uh, secondly, 
Um, I think that once again, I reiterate that I think that Prince Yashua, um, has who has been a perennial nominee over the last couple of years, um, he should also um, uh, win a Male Performer of the Year award. And I'd like to see it because I don't think that um, I don't think that I should or will be um, the only. Or like this, I should not be the only black man to have ever won Male Performer of the Year mm. or black person. Male or female, I should not um, be the only one to have done that. Uh, perhaps we'll see Skin Diamond oh, nice. emerge on the female side. Um, nice you know, <laughs> for female performer yeah. of the year. Um, obviously, by way of women of color, we have Asa Akira um, championing it from the women of can color. Can I pick those two on my island? <laughs> you certainly can. <laughs> they might be on my island after I get oh, rid come of on, Phoenix, <laughs> Naomi, and Kiera. Uh, there might not be left of me. I'm going to put up a flag. Lex, over here. And he can put his girls in the boat and bring them over to the island for me. Oh, my is, God. Is there one man in the industry as a male performer you could say, man, that guy's the greatest ever? Is oh, I mean, it's Rocco Sofredi. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, no, um, there's no hesitance. There is no. There's Rocco. And there's everybody else. Wow. Um, Still going strong, too. It's too yeah. strong. It's too strong. You're telling me stop. It's too strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the guy just you know I mean they're you know I mean he just the he best gets ever. the hottest girls too <laughs> yeah. those fucking like Czech and Hungar Hungarian girls and oh Think Jesus that. for the most part all we have is American girls here yeah over there you're pulling women from various multiple regions of yeah the continent. yeah you know what I'm saying like and, when he, all his like Russian series he's got the hottest girls dude they go once they, they go far and wide to find those. Well, Sal, you're familiar with Europe. Yep. When they go far and wide to find those girls, these girls are coming from the mountains of... There of was a Romanian school teacher that I thought was one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life, and she got on a train from Romania, and I think we're in the Czech Republic or something, and she showed up. What's the I can't remember. Budapest. She shows up, I'm like, this is... No one knows who this girl is. This, mm. this girl is phenomenal. And she's a little school teacher. You get back on the train and head back. It was like, yeah. holy... Shit. And the thing about it, that one day she probably made more money doing that scene yeah. than she would make salaried for her whole year. And we did a reverse GB with Marcus, and it was eleven on one or something. And and I'm like, Marcus, like, nobody knows who these girls are, man. They're incredibly, incredibly hot. And he was just like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, fuck yeah. Oh my god, you find him and. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell any crazy stories in a show about me. It's not about me, but yeah, Vince and I had some crazy times over there. You know, holy shit. Me and me and Vince in Costa Rica, <laughs> fucking out in the middle of a farm, <laughs> and the fire ants uh, started crawling on our feet. That <laughs> was bad. And attacked by fire ants while you're fucking in, in the Costa field. Rica. Mm -hmm. It's painful. Oh, wait, I, th I think there's a Vanessa Chase movie that. They go to Costa Rica and you're in it. I wonder if that's what it is. Was that a chase? Yeah, I remember her. Was mm, she lives in Brazil now? I like to say this. Lex has forgotten yeah. more girls <laughs> than you and I, yeah. your brother, have all fucked <laughs> in our lives. It was probably early on in your career. Was she from Costa? No, no, no. She's a white girl. But you guys <laughs> filmed at some waterfalls and stuff in Costa Rica. I don't know if you were in that particular scene, but oh. I think you were in the movie. Hmm. I'm sure you've forgotten about it. I remember Costa very well, but all the girls in Costa Rica were Costa, Costa Rican Rica. girls. Yeah. Yeah. Local. Yeah. What country do you yeah. think has the hottest women? Brazil. Brazil. I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> it's not even a, it's not even <laughs> it's not even remotely 
There's nobody close. It's huh? not even. It's not even <laughs> remotely close. Now, I, I I would say like, I have like two favorite types of girls. There's like the Brazilian girl, and then there's like the Eastern European girls. Oh, and, and like I I want to see them fight for me. Mm. They fight for you too, Lex. <laughs> well, they fight over me. I don't know. No, but you know. Have you ever seen? Uh, uh, oh gosh, why did I even the watermelon girl? Oh in yeah, Brazil, uh, uh, Sorensana. Uh, bow, wait. Creo, 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 Oh my God! Do you know what that song means? Um, Do you know what the word s- faster, faster? No, no, no. Creo means I, I have a little Portuguese, so. Um, Creole means like the act to do the act. Mm-hmm. So in that song, I should I'm gonna have to play it now. Um, he goes like, "We're gonna do the act nice and slow," you know. And he goes, "Creole, mm-hmm. Creole, Creole." And then, have you seen this video? No. All right, I'm gonna pull oh my God. it up. Uh, it's MC Creole called Creole. Um, but uh, the girl. You've seen Watermelon? What, uh, no, I've never what's seen. What's it? Sorisana. Sorisana? Uh, so Lex, while we're pulling this up, how many can you guesstimate scenes or women? How about both? Because I love I love these things. You guys have been veterans for years and years. How many scenes do you think you've done to date? Guesstimate. I, I don't know, man. It would be diff- difficult to be accurate with it because like, even if you look at some of the sites that purport to have accurate numbers as to how many you've done, they're inaccurate because... What they feel to put, they'll have a title that you appear in, mm-hmm. and that list will be comprised of the titles you appeared in. So I, I may have a yeah. thousand titles, but what they don't know is I may have done five scenes in that one title. Yeah, shit. So it's difficult. Oh, oh yeah, MC Crowd. Where's the girl? Huh? Give me a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the smaller girl. That's the big girl. Uh, what's her name? Soren Sano. So right now he's saying, like, we'll do the act. Look at those thighs. That's a fucking goddess right there. She's in the Lex demographic. Oh, my God. She was in Playboy and stuff. But the Portuguese version? The, the Brazilian version. Yeah. Brazilian, yeah. She's called she's called Garota de Melancia, watermelon woman. So now they're doing it. We're gonna do it at double speed. Is this the one where they go so fast? Yeah, yeah. She leaves against the wall. Yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. But now we're doing it at triple speed. All right, so there's girls and. How much? How long ago was this? And like, this is twerking. Yeah. You know, and this is like five, six years ago. Yeah. 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 Wow. All right. Anyone who wants to see this, do a search for MC Creo, and that's C R E U. Balaza. Or this is what is watermelon woman? Wow. And that kind of music's called Valley Funk. Oh, wow. Valley Funk. Obrigado. De nada. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Brazil. Porn Director Podcast just turned me on to something completely new. <laughs> Not another weird story from Khan about whatever he's done in his personal life. <laughs> right. We've been having all sorts of uh, uh, secrets coming out on the podcast. Um, 
So, what's been one of the most nightmares you've had on set? He loves asking this question. It's awesome. Ah, yeah. Well, nightmares on set? Uh, Not when I shot you. No. I'm going to do Lex impersonation before the show's over, too. Oh. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, the worst thing ever on set mm, had to be the first time a girl um, shit on me. You mean yeah. emotionally, Lex, or physically? No, no, I mean literally. Oh, okay. Literally, we were in a in a day, <laughs> and um, she was <laughs> facing away from me. Jeez. I was on the bottom. She was facing away from me, and Davis was over the top. This was in uh, Prague, not Prague, Con. What was it? Two thousand one. And she felt like she was going to shit. So, um. <laughs> you can so see his face right she now. She pushes Davis to, to, to pull out of her. So Davis pulls out and steps away. And she gets up off of me from the reverse cowgirl position. And as she got off, it came out. And, um. That was the first time, and that was not. They had pleasant. a shower close by. I hope. No, but we had towels nearby and baby <laughs> wipes, you know. But um, it's a miracle. So you just towel and baby wipe off and go back at it, or what? yeah, <laughs> yeah, a professional. Yeah. Come on, you got Davis well, no, and Lexington no, Steel. But you know, me. it was it wasn't like a full on evacuation. It was just <laughs> like you know, um, a semi evacuation. Yeah. Something that was like, but that's people shocking. don't realize this. Like, you guys are pros, you just deal with it. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't understand, like, I'm gonna be a porn star, but you gotta deal. It's not always this hot, gorgeous woman that's coming over and over again for you. You feel like a superhero. You guys are time tested veteran legends, and you just deal with the job at hand and be professional. So, so if I had a password to your email address, how many girls would be in there asking for work? What the hell was that? Um, you know, not my. You know, in that regard, it's no different than any other person who casts movies. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I'm on a list of recipients um, of emails from a number of the agencies that exist for for representing talent. Right. So. You know, th- that's nothing different, you know, um, than any of the other people that, that, that cast. Well, how many non-industries, or as I like to call muggles, do you uh, do offer themselves up to you? Ironically, not that much. I, I, I don't do, I don't, I actually don't go out a lot. I never really learned the bar scene. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I don't go out and hang out in bars where I would meet people, civilians, if you will. Um, that often I used to go muggles, out like, muggles, muggles. Okay, <laughs> if there's an event, I'll go out. But generally, um, you know, you know, I'll go to you know, out with friends I already know, um, and it goes in cycles. Whereas, like, I would say, towards the latter part of of 2013, um, you know, I mean, shit, I was in a dry spell, right? Oh wow, for you know. Off camera, that is. Dude, Lex Steele goes through dry spells. You can't. Well, uh, well, all things relative. <laughs> I don't fuck with you. <laughs> relatively speak, what a dry spell for me might be uh, a cornucopia of of wanton sex for a civilian. Right, right, right. But 
in 2014, um, it started out at a, at a at a great pace, um, you know, nice. and one that I hope to no no longer maintain because it's not healthy. Well, well here Con always asks this question. I'm from, I really am interested as well. When's the first time you got recognized on the street? Can you remember that? And you're like, I'm Lexington Steel now. You know, you're somebody came up and said, you're Lex, and you were like, yep. Can you remember that? No, I can't remember the first time because. Um, you know, all the way back when I was a, when I was a kid growing up, um, I was you know a pretty good athlete, two sport athlete in New Jersey and also throughout the Northeast region. Respect. So I was already <laughs> known um, by name as a track athlete mm-hmm. throughout up and down oh, the wow. East Coast. Yeah, so I was familiar with people being appreciative of me as an athlete, but in terms of people recognizing me for being like Steel. I can't remember the first time, but I remember the time. I am a golden god! <laughs> I hope people know that's not me saying that. <laughs> but um, no, the first time I, it happened that it meant something, that I really felt what it meant to be someone that someone is... I am a golden recognizes is um, me and my buddy were down in Rio, and we were walking down... Um, oh, uh, Copacabana. No, not Copacabana. Ipanema. Ipanema on okay. the other side. Leblon or Ipanema? No, Ipanema. Okay. Not not Copacabana. Right, Ipanema on the other beach. Right. So we're going this way. And um, I say going this way. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so I had on a baseball cap and, and a backpack. Baseball cap was pulled backwards, right? And these guys recognized me from behind. <laughs> Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Were you wearing a song? No, they said, no, look, no, Anderson no. Silva. And he said, no, I'm Lex Steele. No, but what <laughs> I think what it was is a guy, I guess he recognized my gait. Yeah. and Like and the way you walk. Exactly, yeah. right? Wow. Not your front gate. Right. No. <laughs> and so it's, it's it was like, damn, I was like, you know, motherfuckers out there even know how I, you know, yeah. even know how I have seen enough of myself that they know how to recognize that's me. And the, and the guy literally... Um, Next time you go to yeah. Brazil, you need a translator, let me know. I will. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah, my best friend that went down there that was with me that very day, he went on the Marrier Girl from... Um, it's easily done. From, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I will yeah. mark my words, okay? I have inside gossip. There is an MMA fighter who almost became a world champion that went to a whorehouse in Brazil, met a girl, married her. I was there when it happened. Oh shit! And this is a fighter that fought in the UFC. Porn director podcast exclusive. And almost became a title holder. Interesting. Guys at home are going to do their math. But you're the thing is, I, I too, Lex is we were we were kidding before, but a lot of guys are envious, man, because you have been with a lot of lot a lot a lot a lot of hot women, mm. and uh, it, it, the fan base is funny. I I, I shot Evan Stone at at Con's house and. Uh, his roommate, there's a beautiful girl here. His roommate runs past the girl and goes, Evan Stone, I watch you and fuck yeah, you fuck all the hot girls. And I'm like, dude, there's a hot girl. But but man, it is quite an envious thing. I might have a little bit with you, or for you rather. But mm. man, you, it's cool. But the guy, your guy fan base, so they just, because when you go through AVN, people are just shouting your name. You know, Lex, mm. fuck, he fucks all the hot girls. Yeah. You know, that's got to feel good. Like, Okay, well, here's, here, and, and that's, true and appreciated but there's always a flip side and I look at the 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 converse of that is this and follow me here 
you're a producer and director. Yeah. Okay, so you hire a girl that's top rate, fifteen hundred, two thousand bucks, right? <laughs> oh, but I like your budgets, Lex. Okay. I'm fucking right. with you. So say you hired a two thousand dollar girl, right? <laughs> right. So you're in deep money wise, monetarily. You know, it's a percentage of your budget is spent on the one chick. Do you put her with a four hundred dollar guy, right. or do you got to bring in a, a an executioner, a right. vet, a pro? An A-list dude that's going to run you maybe a thousand bucks, yeah, eight, eight to bucks, a thousand, yeah. As opposed to five hundred, we can save money. Right, bargain basement budget, five hundred dollar guy, two thousand dollar girl. Your scene is going to be it's a fifty fifty, right? Right, but you spent your money, got a good guy. The good guy comes in and makes it worth having spent the two thousand on the chick. Right, you spend a little bit more money, but you got a better scene, right? Everybody's happy. Guy got paid, girl got paid, you got a good scene. But think about it from the guy's perspective now. This guy is consistently brought into situations in which he cannot fail. Right. In which the weight of validating the expenditure on the girl is rested upon his shoulders. Yeah. Right? Number three. Thirdly, he's expected to hold up his own reputation that that uh, that made it possible for him to command such rate. Yeah. Um, and these are. These I guess are, I have a lot of things to ponder. <laughs> no, this guy's funny. So there's a number of things that go into um, um, into it that that don't meet the eye. Right. So when a person says, "What is like to fuck all the hottest girls in the movies?" It's like, yeah, yeah, but I don't have time to explain to them what it means to have to be the one to to have to turn in a fucking spectacular performance because. Yeah, um, yeah, you're the one. You're, you're like a prize fighter. I mean, once you get up into the uh, the title fights, you know you got to perform. Well, oh, you're, yeah. it's only as good as your last scene. If Lex calls me tomorrow, um, uh, we'll use uh, uh, Frank Smith as our example. And Lex says, "Hey, I'm hiring Frank Smith." I go, "Oh, Lex, dude, he failed miserably for me last week." Lex is going to go, "Hmm, wait a minute, maybe I'll hire somebody instead." But it is mm. such a small industry, and you're as only as good as your last scene. Denied. So, uh, yeah, you're absolutely correct yeah. there. And I'm glad you could take the time to explain to our fans about yeah. that. Because you said it's hard to take time to explain to these yeah, guys. But yeah, that's cool, man. Thanks like, for doing you know, that for our guys. Yeah. Like, give an example. The other day, the other day, a couple months ago, when we were with uh, Wicked's uh, contract star, which is fucking incredible, Samantha Saint. Yeah, saw her mm-hmm. at the show. Damn. I mean, she's... she's um, like one of the most phenomenal women I've ever worked with, and when I got to the set and arrived at the set, I, I was, um, I literally didn't think she was a girl I was supposed to work with, and um, they said, "No, that's that is Samantha." I was like, oh. "But it was it was a responsibility." Swing, like, swing, pimple. <laughs> She's a babe. She's magically babelicious. She tested very high on the strokeability scale. Is that um? Which one is that? <laughs> Lex is perplexed. Huh? That's not Mike Myers. Yeah, that was Mike Myers. See, I know. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Lex is kicking ass on all the drops here. He's, he's, <laughs> he's like drop yeah. master jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, I've seen a lot of movies. Lex's podcast is going to have all the cool. Anyway, no, I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. No, but that's that's part of my hobby too. Is I'm a movie buff. I go fuck to me see too, everything. man. I love yeah. it. All right, at the end, I'll play some drops, and then we could we could do name that drop, and then right, and then you can it. see what you can. He's been nailing it so far. Yeah, I think, he's, right? he's done a good job. Sweet. Got anything con for him? Um, oh, oh, we. I, I was gonna say at the end of the podcast, I'll do. Name oh, that okay. Job. I mean, I can, I can rock it right now if you want. Yeah, I'll see. give him an easy one. You want an easy one? 
Oh gosh! All right, you start. I'm going to ask you what your two me. top three all-time favorite movies are, too. That's yeah. interesting. All right, do that. I, I have one queued up. And all right, ready, go ahead. But, but Give you. me your top three all-time favorite um, movies. Training Day, Aliens, and... Um, Aliens, the second one, not Alien. The second one. Yeah. Aliens. Ridley Scott, right? R- no, Ridley Fincher? Scott. Fincher? No, Ridley. Fincher was... Didn't uh, Ridley Scott do this? Aliens? The mm-hmm. yeah. second one was, it was Ridley Scott, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. You know? That it, one was good. They come mostly at night. Mostly. Yeah, yeah. What, mostly. what was up with that scene? They come mostly at night. Mostly, mostly. like it's yeah, such a strange. You know this can't be happening, man. The, con- the continuity. This can't be like, happening. And then what's your third one? Who gets a bronze medal in the Lex uh, Movie Awards? Scarface. Scarface. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, you know. I mean, he, that's a perennial number one, but you got to like others. So, Say hello to my new friend. You know? And then one. you know my quiet favorite, you know. Um, is Django. Oh, as nice. As a matter of fact, with Jamie Foxx. 110 N bombs, I counted it. I know, but you know what? Though? In what, Django? Yeah. But oh. but it's a time period, it's a timepiece. So, you know, you can't fault the, the dialogue of the time. But it's just a notion that very there are very few heroic roles um, that are extended to black actors. And um, I think uh, Quintertino does very well with yeah, how so he Quint- casts. Yeah, Quentin you know? makes. Make stars, yeah. uh, or he he rebirths stars too as well. Yeah, I mean, look yeah. what he did for Travolta and well, yeah. and uh, Shango. That's cool. And it was yeah. an original. See, I always heard you know Tarantino. He just rips other movies off, which is a lot of the case. But man, the twist that he puts on those is amazing. Well, he wrote, you know? Didn't he write the screenplay for Django? Yeah. So, yeah. based on a, based on a, I don't know whether it's fiction or not fiction. Okay. But there was an existing. But but that's but my favorites are Training Day, um, you know, Scarface and aliens. Uh, aliens, and I hats off the Full Metal Jacket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I. I what is your major <laughs> malfunction? Yeah, I'm gonna rip off your head and Hell, shit like down you. You can come neck. over to my house and fuck my sister. <laughs> yeah, well, Kubrick, we could go on for hours, but yeah. we won't because. He does. He cons the best producer in the fucking biz. Uh, he comes up with some shit. He I don't me. remember that little girl having an English accent. Uh, Newt. I don't remember her having that English accent. And it's funny. How does Sigourney Weaver ever? Was she? How did she ever get regarded as a sex symbol? Who? Sigourney. Sigourney oh, it, it, in the seventies. Uh, oh, really? In the seventies. Okay, seventies. She was like, uh, she's hot shit. The first Alien. Yeah. When at the very end she like, gets in her underwear, like that was a huge scene. Like everyone talked oh, about that. Okay, you can see her bush and stuff. Okay. Do you ever have offers from celebrities? You ever bang? You don't have to say anybody. You ever, Dev, what? You ever bang any high level celebrities? No. What about Superhead? No, 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 no. I, uh, uh. You don't even have to say. I'm just saying. No, no. I, you know, no. It's never happened. No, I know. I mean, I'm upset. He's not. Impressed that I know who Superhead is. Oh, Kareem Steph is. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, I think Marcus fucked her. But here's the thing, Matt. Female celebrities seem only date um, male celebrities. other male celebrities. <laughs> Correct. While male celebrities, as men, we date, well, we're dog. Well, all of us are dogs, whether you're Will Smith or Tom Cruise. Well, I don't, don't want to talk about who they're fucking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I got you. Male stars will fuck everybody from a fucking housewife to a uh, college school girl. To a male massage yeah. therapist. Yeah. 
Okay. Khan, you want to drop something on? All right. All right. You want to play na- drop name flex? that drop? Finally, someone who who I can play this. Okay. With. All right. Here we go. Let's see Here how flex. fast he can get these. Alrighty then. Would you like it again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me one hit. That was it. Uh, All right, I'll shit. play it again. I'll play it again. Oh, that was. Uh, Alrighty yeah, then. From um, Tribeck, right? Tribeck. What's the dude from... Um, Come on, you, I got that one. Oh, Jesus, get it. From the fucking Quest Q&A show, right? Alrighty then. Okay, I'll pass on that one. Go pass. You pass? Are you on a hint? Yeah. Mm, here's the same movie. Do not go in there. <laughs> Woo! No, no, it's not the same movie. Is that? Yeah, it is. One was, I'll tell you one and then you tell me the other. Oh, you're right. It was yeah. the same. It was the same. Sorry. Movie. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. But I remember the the bathroom yeah. scene from the other one. Ding, ding, ding! What do we have for Johnny? <laughs> Come that was on, let's... right there. No, no. I, I, if I tell you, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, how did I miss this? All right, tell me. All right, who recently? All right, hold on. Who recently was banging Jenny McCarthy? that he was carries a little fan around I heard to keep himself cool on set and yeah. you're not allowed to like fuck with this fan it's a fact says so Jim Carrey oh alrighty then Ace Ventura Ace Ventura Ace Ventura, yeah. Ace Ventura. okay uh, this one how, how old are you if you mind don't mind me asking 44 okay so you might know this you ever seen a grown man naked <laughs> oh yeah airplane nice. there you nice. go alright alright here's another easy one for you Oh, no more Yankee, my wanky. The donga need food. Hmm. I can't get that. Molly Ringwald. Oh, you mean 16 candles? There you go. That's the <laughs> donga. The Chinese kid. The right donga. Glasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Let's yeah. see. That's funny. Oh, I got one. Just, you'll get this one. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Mm. Come on, <laughs> wow, I thought he was going to nail that. Wait, at the same movie. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> oh, I can't believe you don't know that. Uh, sounds like the soundtrack of one of my movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, 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 um, <laughs> Mel Brooks. Blazing Sound? You got yeah, it. Yeah. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, the sheriff's a near. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Alex, right. you did a great job. Yeah. All right, no. So what is that? With one hint, I can. All right. It's like one degree of separation. Let me see yeah. what else I got. Here comes for the you. grand finale. Uh, what? You have one in mind? No, no. But uh, he. <laughs> all right. Let me see what I. Hmm. You guys see Jenna at the Exhibition at the Exhibition Awards? Oh, was she there? No. Somebody tweeted. I got one. I got one. Somebody got one. tweeted. I can't wait to see her here next year. Ah, hmm. uh, that's it, funny. How was it? Okay, we ready? The war show was good. Uh, Jenna, we'll pray for. Her. Yeah, we'll uh-huh. continue to pray for. Her. Uh, no time for the old in and out love. I've just come to read the meter. Nice. Mm. Damn, that was a good one. We were just speaking. Welly, 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 well. That's not stir crazy. 
No. Oh, G. that's a Wilder. good movie, though. That's a good movie. Right. Damn, Pryor was in that, right? Yeah. 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 The G. Wall, yeah, yeah. God damn. Yeah. You got another one from there, don't you, Con? Because that um, one I didn't get. That one I didn't this get. one's a good one. Yo, Do I have well, another he, one from that movie? You got, yeah. When you, uh, when he tells you, you're going to be like, damn it. Uh, no time for the old in and out, love. I've Stanley just come Cooper. to read the meter. There you go. Perfect. Welly, 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 welly. All right, I got to give him one that he can get. That's easy. Um, <laughs> no, I like the tough ones. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck is, would cut, would know that was from Clockwork Orange? I did. <laughs> well, Stanley Kubrick, right, if you know. Right. And you know how many times know. I masturbated to Clockwork Orange when I was like 13? Mm. Wow. <laughs> I know that movie inside and out. Those stripes for me. Stripes. Yeah. Oh, Stripes. The mud yeah. wrestling scene. Yeah, the mud wrestling Did that you see? Porky's, Porky's. Speaking yeah. of Jack and when you're... In the younger years, did you, did you see Seika at the AVN show? Seika was there. Her, but Holy fuck, I was ecstatic. She, how does she look in person? She's yeah. cool. She was angry that she didn't get the respect she deserved there. Uh, she said, "Man, they won't give me a seat." And I was like, "I just want to say thanks, man." That was, at the award show, or, or yeah, what? at the award show, they were they wouldn't let her get a seat somewhere because I saw her out eating after the award show. All right, I, I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna throw this one out. I, I'm, we'll see if he gets it. Oh, that's fucked up. You're tearing me apart. Oh. You you say one thing, he says another, and everybody changes back again. Holy cow! Yeah. Where'd you get that? Huh? I thought I'd always be able to use this part. You're tearing me apart. <laughs> that's what I figured I can use that drop for. Wow. No, I'm I'm still. That that's that a hard one. Sal. Rebel without a cause. You got it, oh. James Dean. Uh, yeah. <sighs> He'll be on the show. We can play that when he's on the show. He probably won't get it. All right, all right. Hold on. We got to give him one that's... What do I got here? Mm. All right, you want a real easy one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give yourself to oh, the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did play Darth Vader um, in Vivid... Axel Braun's uh, Star nice. Wars, not nice. Star Wars books. Man, but, that yeah. could have been casted any better. Well, no, actually, me and Andy Appleton played it. Like, Andy Appleton played. Um, oh, I got a good one. The, uh, I got a good one, and I think you'll be able to get it. Everybody knows you never go full retard. <laughs> uh, tropical. Thunder. Tropical Thunder. Tropical yeah. Thunder. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. That was a funny scene. That was a great movie, too. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Travel With Them was good. And I'm not a huge fan of Ben Stiller, first, because everyone says I look like him. Reality Bites, man. It's great. It, you know, that, that's, that's good. that is a good movie, but that's not a Ben Stiller movie. Uh, I'm not a big Ben Stiller fan, even though everyone says I look like him. Um, but I did like Tropical Thunder. Yeah. I heard Secret Life of Walter Mitty's pretty good, too. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, I read how they made now. it. I just didn't know. Yeah. Well. I always read how they make them, and then I go see them. It's like, why did I do that? I should just... Did you ever think that maybe there's more to life than being really, really, really ridiculously good-looking? Was that the uh, Zoolander? Yep, you got it. Right. Oh, that was fucking yeah. epic, that movie. The, the... All we right. got a winner. <laughs> now that we bored the podcast audience. That's okay. Maybe they're movie buffs. And they so were... that, why don't you give out your uh, Twitter again and your web pages and your, your podcast? Well, essentially, I think uh, you should have Sal Genoa on your your podcast. Yeah, well, when you know, I, I can do that. At Lex Seal Eleven for Twitter, 
Lex and Steel Black Viking on Facebook. You know, there's a lot of imposters, so always for on Facebook look for Black Viking next to my name. Um, I don't have an Instagram account, so whoever's got my name on Instagram, you're a fucking fraud. Same with Vine. Um, www.lexsteel.com. Also, www.lexingtonsteel.com is coming. Um, and then, of course, if you want to watch the Lexington Steel God bless live, the internet. <laughs> Lexington live show, you go to toadhopnetwork.com. Toad Hop. There are 25 shows archived there, and we will emerge from hiatus in the beginning of March on chocolateradio.net. I'm sorry, on Radio Temptations. Now on chocolateradio.net, I'm launching a sports broadcasting show called Fourth and Goal with Lex Steele. So Damn, look for that, ladies and gentlemen. And um, so, yeah. That's a lot so, of shite. Yeah. Busy man, he still finds time to lay some pipe here and there. Man, I'm telling you, seven days in work week, live by it, man, 24 hours in a day. I'm like fucking Blackula, sleep four hours, <laughs> five max. Damn. Yeah. You got a bla- any blade? Um, oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm not a big, oh, yeah, I'm no. not a big Wesley Snipes fan. Oh my god, you got to Wesley Snipes. Even from Blade has some classic lines. All right, Blade. I'll look it up. I'm, look, I'm gonna write it down right now. Oh my god, you you'll get a few good ones from Blade. All right, yeah. I, I wrote it down. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. You know what's funny is like all day I'll be like, oh, I gotta go pull some drops from this movie or that movie, and then I get to my computer, I'm like, I completely forgot what I'm supposed to pull drops from. You got some good ones, though. Yeah. Would you like to have a roll in the hay? Jesus. Blazing saddles. <clears throat> wow. All right, let's not forget our sponsors again, yeah. guys. Uh, Girl Co., that's at Girl Co. Films on Twitter. They're going to release uh, All Girl Adventures RV Edition March 10th. Yeah! Combatzone.us, uh, releasing It's a Latin Thing, No White Girls Allowed. You know where I got that one from. Uh, that was released on uh, 27. Uh, it was a Latin thing. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Naughty Cheerleaders 4 is coming out. Peace from the Middle East is coming out. Uh, this weekend I finished Relax. He's my stepdad number six, Lex. How yes. about that? Yes. Oh, God, yes. And then today I started uh, looked at him in porn. <laughs> Lex is just chewing on his trail mix laughing at my titles. Uh, Philly Films, Nina uh, Hartley Unscripted. 2-3 release. So February 3rd release of Nina Unscripted from Philly Films. Meetporngirls.net That's at meet underscore porn underscore girls. Go over there. Okay. G-Con's over there. Okay. Go there. That's uh, webcam service. They're doing some great stuff over there. Uh, thanks again to anybody that's join, uh, joined tonight uh, and actually listened to the show from Church of What's Happening Now. Joey Diaz over there. Uh, thanks to you guys. I went on that show. I had a great time, and Joey's a great friend. And Con, you got anything, buddy? Don't forget to email us at con, C-O-N, at porndirectorpodcast.com or sal at porndirectorpodcast.com. Add us on iTunes. Just do a search for Porn Director Podcast. You will find us. We are now on Stitcher. We, If you just search porn, we are the second pop-up. Fuck yeah. The first pop-up is... Not even really a show, so I'm confused. It's just like quick little outtakes from someone walking around with a microphone at AVN from like four years ago. Oh, wow. Um, 
What else can you find us? At um, Pornderpod. At Pornderpod. Add us on there. We are up. We are over 500 followers. See how cool I am? Another 20,000. I'll catch up to Lex. Sweet. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Sal underscore Genoa. You can follow what's going on. I always try and put some cool stuff up there. What's going on in the business. Stuff I'm working on. Hey, do you know it's we're almost like a month away from our first in studio tryout, male tryout. Oh, that's right. What kind of trial is that? We got a guy coming all the way from London to try out to get in the business, so we're gonna give him a, a tryout on the podcast. Well so kind of on the podcast. We're is gonna that, we're gonna interview him, but you're gonna book him, right? Right, Sal? Um Well Lex just went on about the talent and how you have to have really good guys to make the scene good. But yeah, um we'll give him a tryout. Yeah. Booking in a full-blown scene, that's... It's hard to get in the industry if you're male, so, you know. Yeah, it's not easy. But or maybe this podcast podcast could uh, launch the next Lexington Steel. Wow. You never know. But yeah, we'll give a try out for that. And then thanks again to Steve. He donated. There's a donation button on the site. Um, just go ahead and donate if you want. Like Khan says, five bucks, ten bucks. Oh, it all we have a donator who gave us a big um, donation that I am talking to that I tell I told him I might allow him on set because he's from L.A. Oh, wow, perfect. So um, he gave us a big donation. So maybe he'll get to sit in studio. Oh, sweet, yeah. We'll have you guys, you know, donations, they help out, whether it's a mic, stand, a new mic, um, trail mix for Lex, whatever. It's uh, just, it all helps out in the end. So thanks again to Steve. I'm going to get you a, a signed DVD. And get that out to you. Exactly. Lex, you ever had a stalker? Mm, yeah. Quasi stalker? Yeah. What happened? It was somebody's wife. <laughs> and um, had to put it to a close because uh, if the husband found out, it could have been a problem. Oh, shit. Huh? You know, so. Uh, it's good being the other man, though, right? Yeah, because you can walk away, you know? You can leave when you're done. Well, yeah. I always, I always like being the other man because then they're always happy to see you. They're always happy to see you. They're never bitching at you. Yeah. And the sex is always good, so you get everything good out of the girl and don't have to deal with any of the bad. If you because the other guy's taking all the bad for you. It's very interesting. Yeah, but you always got to worry about the time where the other guy comes home early. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Well, just don't do it at their house. You ever have that happen? Where the guy come home early? Yeah. Uh, not yet. Knock what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Knock on wood. Part of the pun. Yeah. Hey, how you uh, doing? Look at this guy. So here are we. This, this was a muggle? Uh, yeah. Nice. But I'm a lifestyler too. Yeah. Okay. The proverb word for no. being a swinger. And uh, so there's been some situations where perhaps the husband should have been made more aware of the circumstance and had not. Kanza, but, uh, he's into that. No, I'm not into it. I've been in it, into <laughs> it, but I'm not into it. Now, I used to, I used to, go, I used to throw parties, and I know a bunch of people who are in mm-hmm. the swinger scene, and I used to go DJ swinger parties, mm-hmm. which back in the day were really easy because all they wanted was '80s and disco, which I'm perfectly happy playing. Mm-hmm. But then when they want me to play dubstep and you know <laughs> hip hop, hip hop that I don't even know about anymore, I see. I still call. I still call it hip hop because that's how old I am. So, um, so I have experience in that "quote unquote" lifestyle. Sweet, good times. All right, Con. All right. Is it that time? It is that time. 
I got a special song to play, but none of you guys are going to know it. It's okay. Lex, pleasure meeting you. Thank you very much, Khan. You were great. Yeah, you laughed at all my drops. That makes me happy. <laughs> Thanks again to not a male performer, not a legend, but the iconic Lexington Steel. Thank you Thanks so much, much, man. You Appreciate are, you having me on. Oh, shit, man. Please. Our pleasure at all. Don't forget, GirlCo at GirlCoFilms, CombatZone.us, PhillyFilms.com, MeetPornGirls.net. Lex and all of his information. Go there. Follow him. Peace. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Shit is the worst. The digital animal freaking folks.